Self-awareness is your key to success in 2019. Super excited that you're here. This is Anthony Frank, and you're listening to Purpose Driven Marketing Podcast. Uh, one of the things I, I forgot to mention earlier in, in past episodes uh, that I find is way cooler is to listen to this on iTunes uh, in 1.5 speed. Uh, you can get all the information. Uh, it just condenses it down a little faster, so you're not listening to a 30-minute episode for 30 minutes. It'll probably cut it down to like 16 minutes or so, you know, give or take. So I like to listen to all the podcasts that I listen to in 1.5 speed. And if they talk really slow, I'll speed it up to two. Uh, but two's generally pretty fast where you're not even getting the information. But just wanted to share that with you um, because obviously your time is valuable. And if you're going to listen to the show, we truly appreciate it. want to make it as easy for you as possible to uh, do that. And so I personally find whenever I listen to any podcast including episodes of Purpose Driven Marketing, that 1.5 speed is actually pretty good. So getting back to what I was saying, self-awareness is your key to success in 2019. Why do I say that? Um, When my dad passed in uh, August of 2018, I began to take a lot of time to really self-reflect on the last five years of my business, if I was happy with them, uh, what I didn't like, uh, what I felt like I did well, uh, what I felt like I know that I can do better, and then being more self-aware about doing it. And uh, this is a little bit off topic, but not quite. So one of the things I knew that I could be doing better was staying more focused. And one of the things I knew I could be doing better was taking better care of myself. Um, Because as some of you may know, uh, not only did my dad pass in August, but a great friend and mentor that I had who uh, died at 49 Uh, which was extremely young in October. So not only did I lose my dad, but I lost a great friend and mentor. And uh, in my dad's case, he had terrible heart problems. And he had uh, several heart attacks over the last decade, probably 30 or 40 over the course of the last 15 years. And it was just taking its toll on him. He was on dialysis. Um, There's a lot of things there. And, of course, there was some shady shit that went down at the hospital, but I'm not going to talk about that. And then um, in the case of my buddy Chaz, you know, he was only 49. He had two kids that were in high school. Uh, And, you know, to to see them both gone. And in the case of my dad, he never really took great care of himself uh, when he was younger. Right. And uh, in the case of Chaz, you know, he didn't exercise or anything like that. And he certainly enjoyed his life, but, um, you know, having gone through that, it made me start to be more self-aware of myself. Like, am I taking good care of myself? No. Uh, is that, is that a direct result of how I feel about myself? Yeah, possibly. But how do you fix it? Right? So self-awareness. So rather than feeling like a glove, I found some, some people that were experts I got some of their advice, right? Like Greg Reed says, consider the source. So I had saw somebody on Facebook that had a massive life transformation in terms of physical fitness. And I had asked them like, hey, do you have any tips or advice? And he said, "Uh, I don't really teach people, but you should totally connect with Ollie. And uh, so I connected with Ollie. Ollie and I had a little call. Ollie gave me some advice. He told me to grab a copy of his book. Uh, He told me to get a Fitbit. And he told me to start consciously Uh, being more aware of what's going on with my health, what I'm eating, how often I'm exercising, 
and things of that nature. And the Fitbit would help with that. And he said, uh, you know, you don't have to be perfect, but you know, if you're, if you're consciously aware of the progress you need to make and you're self-aware of making that progress for yourself internally, then it's going to continue to uh, push you in the right direction. And eventually you're going to see positive results. So I took that advice and I started using it. And why do I talk about fitness? Well, part of being great at running your business is to be in good shape, mentally prepared, right? Clarity. Uh, I heard an interview with, um, I think it was either Marley Beard or Rachel Peterson. I forget which one it was. Um, And they had said that one of the things they do uh, to get their business uh, optimum and in their position to, to succeed the most is get up every day and exercise because when they exercise, they find clarity and they find focus and they make a list of things that they need to do uh, during the day, right? You know how I feel about to-do lists. I'm not a fan. I would just say pick two goals for the day, get them done. And if you, if you finish them and you want to do something else, pick two more. Um, you know, and when I say pick two goals a day, I'm not saying you're limited to only doing two things a day. I'm just saying limit it to the two things you need to do and then go do them. And then afterwards, you can worry about adding more stuff on. You'll find that you'll do way more than two things. But at least you'll be getting the things that you put down done in your head on, on paper. The goals you set for the day. What are they? Two of them. Go, go knock them out. Right? And if it's too big of a goal to, to, to solve in one day, break it down into smaller chunks. So if your goal is to make 30 grand and you're selling a $1,000 consulting offer or something like that, um, then in that case, you need to help X amount of people. You're not going to help them all in one day. So break it down into chunks. Call X amount of people, make a sale. Call X amount of people, make two sales. Whatever it is for you, right? Do the podcast. Record one every day, right? Simple. Whatever your two action steps for the day are, they don't have to be the same two every day, but just set them and do them, right? And and the the easiest way to do them is to be self-aware, so I'll end it with this. If, if you're somebody that's 12 days into January now and you're feeling like, man, I don't have enough time. I haven't been accomplishing the things I wanted to already. Like if you, if you take a cold, hard, honest look at your last 12 days, right? The first 12 days of this year and you feel like I didn't have the time to do the things I wanted or I'm not getting done what I wanted to get done by now, then what I recommend you do instead of pushing harder is to take a step back Take a deep breath, take a day off, reflect on the last 12 days and identify, be self-aware enough to identify where were you being distracted, what things are distracting you, what is preventing you from actually getting the thing you wanted done, finished, right? If you're somebody that has a list of, let's say, seven or eight items on your to-do list and you seem to only get one or two of them done a week, sometimes three on a good week, then change the formula, reverse it. Put two things and just get them both done today, now, right? And then once you get them done, they're done. You can add two new things and you'll find that you'll get way more done. And here's another example of that. We're 12 days into the month. Right now, if, you, if you're somebody that feels like I don't have enough time, I'm not getting enough done, think of it like this. We're 12 days in. That means you already accomplished 24 things that you set out to do. You actually accomplished them. And that's the power of this two goals a day system, which is part of purpose-driven marketing, right? 
And again, we take that from Mel Robbins. She teaches, when you wake up in the morning, get out of bed, decide the two things you're going to do today, and then go do them. All right? So that's the plan, right? So whatever they are for you, do them, right? So for me today, it was get up, um, check in on social media, drink some water, go up the hill and, and uh, for a hike, come back down, record this podcast, jump in the shower, and then start my day. And so, so far, I've accomplished every one of those things because I only set out to do one at a time, two at a time, right? Get up, done, right? Step by step by step. Check in on social media, done. Put the phone down, grab the Fitbit, get my ass up on the hill and go, some, go do some hiking. Why? Because I'm being self-aware that if one of my goals, one of my long-term and short-term goals is to lose weight and be healthier, then I need to make a conscious effort to set a goal during the day and then accomplish that goal, right? And then you see results. Like already I'm seeing results. Um, I weighed in uh, last week at 206. Today I weighed in at uh, 199. So I'm down six pounds. Super excited. And I'm on my way down to 185. And when I get to 185, then I'm going down to 170. So it's all a matter of taking the simple progress steps. And again, we're 12 days in. You could have already accomplished more than 24 things. And if you have, kudos to you. I'm super stoked. And I'm hoping that, that you're using the system and it's working for you. And if you haven't, take the step back. Take the time off. Take the time to reflect. You know, take a day or two off. Really reflect what happened on the last 12 days. Take inventory throughout the day. What happened? And then figure out what was the thing I was trying to accomplish there that didn't get done. And then just go do that thing. And don't let other shit get in your way. Right? So if you take inventory on what interruptions you have, you can start eliminating those in the future from happening. Right? The other side of that is if, is if you're setting those goals, you're getting them accomplished. So what is something that you wanted to get done in the first 12 days of this year that you haven't finished yet? Identify what it is and go knock it out today. That's your one goal for the day. As soon as you do, go back and do the list again. What else did I want to get done in the first 12 days that I haven't gotten done? that I keep putting off, just go do it. And if it's too big of a thing to get done today, then do a part of it. Break it down into smaller chunks, right? So if you're trying to write a book, write a chapter. If you can't write a chapter, write a paragraph. If you can't write a paragraph, outline all the chapters line by line by line. Whatever it is for you, right? It could be automation program. It could be a funnel. It could be an offer for a funnel. It could be the free gate, uh, the freebie bait that you're giving away as the entryway offer, okay? Whatever that is for you, pick it, accomplish it, do it, and be more self-aware. I encourage you throughout this whole year, day in and day out, wake up in the morning and be more self-aware of what you're doing that's working and double down on those things, right? Be more self-aware so you can take inventory and start removing the things that don't serve you or your business or your community. And if they don't add value to what you do to your business or to the community of people you're trying to help, then why do you need it? Simple enough, right? Like I, I, I probably get between one and five Facebook friend requests every day from people that are legit in business. They're not spam accounts, right? And I'll accept them and I'll send them a message. 
And if they respond to me, we'll chat. If they don't respond to me, then guess what I do? Later in the week, I look at all the the people that are on a green light situation where they're on Messenger right now, and I'll send them a message. If they respond back to me with, with a message, we'll chat. If they don't respond to me, then I've already taken two steps in trying to connect with them. They sent me a friend request. I sent them back a message. They did not respond. Then I see they're live on, on the Messenger in a green light, and I send them another message. They still don't respond. Guess what happens? Unfriend. Why? I don't need you in my network if you're not trying to connect, if you're not trying to uh, talk. You know, networking is about communication and adding value and, and collaboration and finding out what each other does and how each other could help and ways to add value and leverage into each other's lives, into each other's business, into each other's community. So if somebody sends me a friend request and I've reached out twice to chat with them and neither time do they respond with anything, then they get the unfriend because they don't belong in the network, right? So that's something simple you can do, right? Another thing you could do is if you have somebody um, <laughs> that you have all these people in your friend's network that are not the right people for you, whenever you get a notification that says it's so-and-so's birthday, you can look and see when's the last time I talked to him. If never, send them a message. If they don't respond and they don't want to communicate with you, then just unfriend them, right? People get so caught up in the I have 5,000 friends. If they're not good quality friends, then what's the point? If they are, awesome, right? And so be selective on who you keep in your network. You can let anybody in, give them a chance, and be selective on who you keep. So one of the things you could be doing every day is removing the ones that don't belong. And the other thing you could be doing every day is taking some kind of marketing action to get in front of more of the people that do belong to get more in front of more of the right people. So I hope that's a massive benefit to you. And uh, this is Purpose Driven Marketing. If you stick around after the break, we're going to read chapter four of the book. So I look forward to doing that with you. And thanks so much for listening. As always, please share this episode with someone you know. That's probably one of the greatest things you can do to help us grow the community. And uh, it should be somebody that you know can benefit from the information. So I would love it if you can do that for me. Super appreciate that. And uh, we'll do a shout out in the beginning of the next segment. So I look forward to seeing you there. Stick around for chapter four of Automate Your Traffic Funnels and Follow Up the World. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed with every shiny object, every opportunity, every training course or software that this industry keeps throwing at us? Truth is, if you've ever struggled as an entrepreneur, and you're probably asking yourself the same question that's been on my mind over and over again, what do we have to do to make our vision come to life for us? Let's face it, chances are if you're like me, you started a business in hopes of one day having the life you want, the success you want, the clients you want, and the freedom that you want to simply live life on your terms. Forget one day later. Why not start now? Now I want to share with you the simple ways to stop working endless hours in your business and get more focused so you can fill your leads bucket and create new opportunities to close more deals. Welcome to Purpose Driven Marketing. In each episode, we're going to be taking two simple marketing action steps that if you take action with, can prove to have positive results for you and your business. My name is Anthony Frank. And right now, I'm inviting you to grab your seat and strap yourself in with us on this journey.
Welcome to Purpose Driven Marketing. So glad that you stuck around. This is chapter four, Know, Like, and Trust, Storytelling Your Way to Massive Credibility by Nicole and Jared Stoll, a.k.a. The Stoll Train. People buy from people they know, like, and trust. I should just tell you, in case you don't know and you're just joining us for the first time, uh, we're reading from Automate Your Traffic Funnels and Follow Up with the World, and you can get your copy at PurposeDrivenMarketingPodcast.com forward slash Kindle. People buy from people they know, like, and trust. As marketers, our goal is to get people to buy our services and goods. It's critical that we understand how to develop a relationship with future clients so they know, like, and trust us or the products and brands that we're marketing. So how do we do that? We have precious little time in this media-driven world we live in to grab attention, let alone to build a relationship and make a sale. We've been acting and teaching for a long time. Some of the acting we do is with scripts, and some of it is without scripts. Through our improv acting without scripts, the script writing we've developed, the skills of storytelling. Both with and without a script, we've learned the fine art of what makes characters appealing and relatable. We understand how to craft a captivating story that pulls listeners in. Both of these skills, storytelling and character defining are applicable for entrepreneurs and business owners. There's a reason why nearly everyone who is pre- uh, preparing some sort of talk or presentation tries to use a joke or icebreaker to kick things off. There's a reason why people tell stories in their funnels. There's a reason why social media has changed the way business works. Let us explain why. First, our story. In 2007, we had a unique experience of trading our talents for some of Russell Brunson's expertise. We had opened an improv comedy club called Comedy Sports Idaho, and we were struggling to get people in the door. Our marketing plan for Build It and They Will Come left us with two houses in foreclosure, living in Nicole's uh, parents' basement, and our hopes and dreams going up in smoke. We heard from a mutual friend about this guy who could send an email and make it rain cash. While we thought cash would, of course, be nice, we wanted to get people to come and laugh with us. The cash guy was Russell Brunson. After wrestling for Boise State University, he settled in Boise, and was running his marketing company, Dotcom Secrets, from an office that was about four miles from our comedy club. One morning, Jared went over to Dotcom Secrets and parked in the parking lot until Russell drove up. He followed him inside and proceeded to negotiate a trade. Russell was offering a $1,000 teleseminar teaching the basics of online marketing. We offered a host of, co- <coughs> of corporate improv comedy services. After an intense interview, the trade was made. Russell waived the $1,000 tuition in exchange for a holiday show for the company Christmas party. Fast forward through Russell's recruiting him to be an internet marketing coach at Dotcom Secrets and Jared working for ClickBank as a business development manager. All the while, we continued to act, improv, teach, train, and share our experiences and passions through social media. 
At the beginning of 2016, Russell reached out and asked us to come do a video for him. We'd know Russell for almost nine years at that point, and we'd even become friends with him and his family. We didn't know what the project was or the scope of, of the video. We showed up on February 12th at 8 a.m. to film. This date is significant for us because it's our second daughter's birthday, uh, and we brought her with us. Russell was running a little late, and we met his film guy, Brandon Fisher, before Russell even got there. Brandon had the equipment, but he wasn't totally sure of the plan either. Turns out Russell had spent the night and the early morning waking up, uh, making extreme edits and changes to his original idea for the video. He showed up with a couple sheets of poster paper with 10 boxes and some stick figure drawings for a script. Originally, he planned uh, to be in the video with us to explain the answer and answer the questions about his new software, ClickFunnels. Instead, he asked us to improvise the entire script based on his loose storyboard. We had less than four hours in a rented studio and a birthday celebration waiting for us. We made specific choices about ourselves as the characters and the relationship we were creating between us, as well as the overall arc of the story within the video so that people would know, like, and trust Jared and Nicole and thereby ClickFunnels. People liked the video so much and us as characters that they began requesting to meet us in person at the next Funnel Hacking event. So just a short time later, we actually left our four kiddos with a sitter and got to experience the funnel hacking culture f fully and show, show up as Jared and Nicole. That content has been viewed over 10 million times and contributed to ClickFunnels becoming a nine-figure business. And even though we improved it, it wasn't an accident. And it was based on the tools and the skills we use all the time to help entrepreneurs tell their stories. Storytelling. Good stories have a structure. There are a lot of resources out there about how to build and craft stories. Russell's two books both have excellent chapters on it. In fact, Expert Secrets, experts from Hollywood have written books, offered master classes, and created courses on the subject. All of those sources are valuable. If you can get your hands on them, awesome. Read those. Study them. In the meantime, here are some quick and simplified tools to help you tell your stories. On storytelling journey, st our storytelling journey started in the entertainment world, just like those Hollywood experts. As actors, we had to understand the stories to do our characters justice. As improvisers, we had to learn how to create stories on the spot that would draw in an audience and keep them engaged. As script writers, we refined how to mold our stories to take the audience on a journey that we chose for them. Now as a coach and a consultant, we lead our clients through the process of breathing life into their own stories. We run into common problems when helping entrepreneurs develop their own stories. Experts have been telling them stories sell, and so you know they need to figure out their stories. But, quote-unquote, I don't have any good stories, or 
my life is a pretty boring one, and nothing interesting has ever happened to me. These are all lies you're telling yourself. If you are thinking uh, the same things, you're in the right place. We can help. It's, it's not that your life is boring. You just haven't been shown how to share your experiences powerfully. Every person has been on a unique journey from birth to the moment, to this very moment. Let's unlock your magic. Basic structure. Some people are born storytellers. They start with a hook to grab your attention, like the joke we mentioned earlier, but there are many other kinds of hooks. They take the listeners on an adventure. There are twists and excitement and heart and humor. Sadly, that isn't an ability everyone naturally has. However, storytelling is definitely something people can learn, we promise. We've taught three-year-olds to 63-year-olds. We're sure we could teach 103-year-olds if any would ever take our classes. Let's start with a basic outline of a simple story structure. The tool we are using is called Story Spine, S-P-I-N-E, created by Ken Adams in 1991 for improvisers. Variations of the story spine are widely utilized by expert storytellers like Pixar. You might have heard of that company. Through the years, we've taught it, we've fine-tuned it in our own version, but here is the most original structure on which you can build your story. So if you want to learn the story spine and follow along with us as we're reading chapter 4, of automate your traffic funnels and follow up the world head on over to purpose driven marketing podcast.com forward slash kindle and get yourself a copy of the book you can get a kindle version a paperback version or both all right <clears throat> story spine once upon a time there was a who that lived when and where and every day baseline what happens normally until one day tilt something changes because of that reaction leveling because of that reaction leveling because of that reaction leveling so that goes three in a row until finally climax and now everyday resolution the new normal the moral of the story is lesson learned so let's go through that again and this is uh from Nicole and Jared Stahl. And if you've ever seen the ClickFunnels video uh, where it's a, a husband and wife duo and they needed to get traffic to their website, um, I'm assuming this is them, which is really kind of cool. Small worlds when you're in this network of uh, people in the industry. Because um, I've seen that video, but I wouldn't had no idea that they had written a chapter in the book, so that's really cool. All right, so let's go through this again. So they said that they, they've adapted this over time, but this is the most core version from Ken Adams, and it's called the Story Spine. Okay, so Story Spine. Once upon a time, there was a who that lived when and where. And every day, baseline, what happens normally. Until one day, tilt, something changes. Because of that reaction leveling... And then because of that reaction leveling and because of that reaction leveling until finally climax. 
And now every day, resolution, the new normal. The moral of the story is lesson learned. Right? Super powerful stuff right there. That's on pages 67 and 68 of how to automate your traffic funnels and follow up with the world. I would highly recommend grabbing yourself a copy. PurposeDrivenMarketingPodcast.com forward slash Kindle. It's a pretty rudimentary uh, story spine, but very effective. So let's see it in action with one of our favorite movies. And uh, I will let you guys uh, off the hook on some of this if I can. Let's see. I guess you want to know. I want to know. I'm going to read it. All right. Yeah, it's fine. I only got about 10 more pages in this chapter. Okay, so we'll give you the sample of uh, let's see it in action. Once upon a time in a galaxy far, far away, there was a rebel alliance who was battling a galactic empire. And every day that they did their best to thwart the plans of the empire until one day the rebels got their hands on plans for a Death Star and we saw vulnerability because of the uh because of that darth vader's cruiser captured princess leia's starship because of princess leia's second two droids and because of luke skywalker's becoming part of the flight and because of that the force was unbalanced until finally luke and leia and the rebel alliance were able to use the plans to destroy the death star and now every day the galaxy lives in, a p- in peace and honors their new heroes. The moral of the story is that good will always conquer evil. So that's the whole story spine in action using the Star Wars uh, trilogy or uh, the first premise of the first one. Um, so you can see the because, 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 right? So because of Darth Vader's cru- cruiser captured Princess Leia's starship, because of that, Princess Leia sent true droids to a city name, uh, Tatooine, uh, because of Luke Skywalker's uh, becoming part of that flight, and then because of that, the force was balanced, and until finally Luke Leia, seems like it should be unbalanced, because of that, the force was unbalanced, until finally Luke Leia and the Rebel Alliance were able to use the plans to destroy the Death Star. And then it goes on to say, and now every day the galaxy lives in, in peace and honors the new heroes. So that's the new norm, right? The new normal. And then the moral of the story is lesson learned. Uh, good will always conquer evil. So they go on to say, it is important to note that while this is the base structure of a story, the details along the way are what makes the story interesting and captivating. You know, in other words, to make people lean in. Uh, you can see it in the movie example, which makes sense because the simple outline is not enough for a two-hour blockbuster. But you can also see it even in, your, in our own uh, story here that we read you, right? It's a much shorter story, but we still share about the introduction to Russell Brunson and the path to making the viral video, and we broke down the story spine and how it looks. So once upon a time, there was a down-on-their-luck on couple uh, with a failing business during an economic downturn. They didn't even know about marketing until one day they ran into a guru and because of that, took his course and because of that, they acted for him 
and he knew they were actors and became friends. And because of that, he stayed in touch with them through the years until finally he called them in to act in a video for him. And now that video went viral and helped us build a business and theirs. The moral of the story is stay friends with everyone you meet. Right? So, so if you go back to the beginning of the chapter, you can see how they started it was telling that story. People buy from people. They know, like, and trust. And then they go on to say, um, we've been acting for a long time. We had improv acting. Uh, we both had a script. Right? We, we had these skills. We had the characters. We were preparing, right? And then in 2007, they traded their talents with Russell Brunson, right? So they're using the same thing to tell it here. Once upon a time, there was a downturn. Uh, a down on their luck couple. They're failing in their business during an economic downturn, right? So that goes over the first step. Once upon a time, there was a who that lived when and where. Once upon a time, there was a, a down on their luck couple. That's the who with a failing business during an economic downturn. That's the when and where. And then they did not know enough about marketing. And every day, baseline, what happens normally? They did not know enough about marketing. Until one day, they ran into a guru, and because of that, took his course, and because of that, right? So now we're, because of that, or I'm sorry, until one day, tilt, something changes, they ran into a guru, because of that, reaction because of that reaction because of that reaction these are all things leveling the playing field for them and until finally the climax until finally he called them in to act in a video for him and now every day the new norm so and now that video went viral and helped us build his business and theirs the moral of the story is lesson learned. The moral of the story is stay friends with everyone you meet. So hopefully, if you're listening, you're loving this chapter, chapter four. It's all about storytelling. Um, and I'll just pause for a second before we keep reading. Um, so storytelling is super powerful. They've proven it here, and they're explaining their systems, which is probably the best resource to, to learn it from, right? Uh, unless you're an actor or something of that nature. But then uh, also think about some other people. Okay, so Marshall Gillen. Over the last few years, he's used Facebook Lives to build his community. And um, if you're paying attention to what he's doing in the last, let's say, six months or so, he's uh, shifted his positioning to be a top-paid speaker and to teach people about storytelling and how effective it is, right? Another example, I am doing the One Funnel Away Challenge right now because it's not something I've done before. And before I sell it, I'd like to just be a part of it so I can understand how it all works. And I'm sure it's going to help me uh, with my own marketing funnels. So it's a win-win-win to be a part of the One Funnel Away Challenge. Next time it opens is in March. Um, and I'll probably promote it then. But before I promote it, I wanted to actually complete it myself and go through it. So uh, just in the very first day, Russell Brunson is teaching that you need a hook, a story, and an offer to sell something. And so, again, you see the story comes up again and again and again. Um, so hopefully you're, you're sinking in for the takeaway so far for this episode is really use storytelling. And if you're like, well, I don't know how to use storytelling. I'm not an expert. We just covered the story spine 
that Nicole and Jared recommend. A lot of the power of storytelling is lost without the details, right? Still, Story Spine is a terrific way to identify the journey and the backbone of your stories, finding the moral. One other thing we want to clarify, morals are flexible and endless. When you tell a room full of kids the story of Little Red Riding Hood and then ask them what the moral is, you'll get a variety of answers, like don't talk to strangers, do what your mom told you, and go straight there. Make friends with a woodcutter. Chew your food so that it can't call for help from inside your belly. Share your cookies so the wolf won't eat your grandma. Get to know your grandma better so an impersonating wolf doesn't trick you. Parents shouldn't send little girls through wolf-infested forests. We all love these answers. And for the general storytelling purposes, it's a wonderful trait of stories that listeners can learn the lesson that they need most. But for the purpose of the storytelling, using stories to build business and make sales, keep in mind that you can craft your story to lead toward the moral that you want. And you can clearly state in it as part of the conclusion of the story. The moral should be the lesson learned by the who that you can also want the listener to learn and understand. Character work. We could go into much greater detail about the storytelling, but for the purposes of this chapter, we're focusing in on the who, in the once upon a time part of the story, and how the who in your stories can be someone that potential customers, clients, uh, wants to know, like, and trust. In the acting world, we call this character work. There are many tools for working on characters, but there is one in particular that we love using with entrepreneurs and business people. It's important to understand that this isn't about creating a character that doesn't exist or pretending you are someone that you wish you could be. It's about owning who you are within the context of your own life and defining your own stories, characteristics, and experiences so you can help your clients and potential clients relate better to you, the real you. So then they go on to talk about three Ps, and I'm not going to give it all away, but they pretty much help you position your story depending if you're talking to professionals, if you want it to be a personal, or if you want it to be something that's discussing a private type of situation. Um, so we're going to jump ahead to the conclusion, but if you want to get your access to this entire chapter, I would highly recommend Automate Your Traffic Funnels and Follow Up with the World. You can get your copy on Amazon, uh, and the easiest way to get there is PurposeDrivenMarketingPodcast.com forward slash Kindle. So we're going to hop on to the conclusion in Chapter 4, which is page 76. Stories are fundamental to all parts of marketing. Within a funnel... Whether it's a sales letter or sales video or some kind of series uh, stack, stories will be part of it. Getting traffic, grabbing attention, or creating ads and lead generation, stories will be a part of it. Any continued contact or follow-up, stories will be a part of it. Being a good storyteller is one part of the equation. Understanding the type of stories that display the heroes and give them the advantage of story to reach the results you want, it's a whole new ballgame when you do. Through the years, 
we've learned that everyone has a story to tell. Everyone is interesting. Every business is interesting. That means you have a story to tell. You are interesting. Your business is interesting. We can sit down with just about anyone that we ask the right questions to find these stories. That's because we've, we've studied the practice of principles. We understand what it takes for people to develop relationships with the elements of knowing, liking, and trusting and using the three P's in this chapter is the tool for where to start. And then they offer a free gift. We've put, uh, we've put together a PDF that asks some specific uh, questions to figure out what stories you have in each of these three areas of the three P's. This document will help you walk through each of the three areas with more examples. In addition, we have a Google Docs template for you to use to, to gather stories so you can identify and define your stories that will lead your potential clients down the road to, uh, to pave down the road you pave for them. Finally, we invite you to join an exclusive Facebook group where you can share uh, test stories and receive feedback from other members of the group. So if you want access to the group and the downloads, the Google Doc, and the PDF that helps you build your stories in Chapter 4, um, all you have to do is go over to PurposeDrivenMarketingPodcast.com forward slash Kindle and get yourself a copy. And uh, this chapter was written by Nicole and Jared Stull, a.k.a. The Stull. As always, thanks for listening. This is Purpose Driven Marketing Podcast. My name is Anthony Frank, and I hope that you enjoyed Chapter 4, all about storytelling. In the book, How to Automate Your Traffic Funnels and Follow Up with the World. So if you want to get your copy, as always, you can go grab it at PurposeDrivenMarketingPodcast.com forward slash Kindle. We'd love for you to have one. If you do get your uh, physical copy, you also get access to all the paperback bonuses that are available for you at PurposeDrivenMarketingPodcast.com slash VIP. And then um, in the next episode, we're going to be reading chapter five of the book. And let's talk about that for a second. Timothy Johnson, and the chapter is all about handling objections, how objections are opportunities. So that'll be a really good one. Super excited. And that starts on page number 79. And there's actually about, let's see, about 300-something pages in this book. So plenty of great content. Uh, We're recording it all so that we can share it with you. Um, There are some people in my network that um, can't actually read the physical copy of the book. They could probably have a machine that reads them the audio dictation possibly but i'm just making it much more simple recording it as an audio uh, that then i can gift to people later and since you're part of the purpose of marketing podcast community i wanted to share the book with you and i'd love for you to have a copy so you know where to get it and then if if you found any of the information we shared here valuable if you know a business person entrepreneur uh, author speaker coach that could use storytelling to better sell their products, their services, their books, etc., their coaching programs, whatever that is for them, please feel free to share this episode with them. We'd love it, We'd love it if you could do that. Uh, one of the greatest compliments you can give is to share this with someone you know that could benefit from it. And so we sure do appreciate it. And as always, 
Leave your ratings, reviews, and your feedback in the comments on iTunes at Purpose Driven Marketing Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Have a wonderful weekend since we're almost to the weekend now. And a fabulous week depending on when you're listening to this. And I look forward to uh, speaking with you again on the next episode. Take care. Bye-bye. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed with every shiny object, every opportunity, every training course or software that this industry keeps throwing at us? Truth is, if you've ever struggled as an entrepreneur and you're probably asking yourself the same question that's been on my mind over and over again, what do we have to do to make our vision come to life for us? Let's face it. Chances are, if you're like me, you started a business in hopes of one day having the life you want, the success you want, the clients you want, and the freedom that you want to simply live life on your terms. Forget one day later. Why not start now? Now I want to share with you the simple ways to stop working endless hours in your business and get more focused so you can fill your leads bucket and create new opportunities to close more deals. Welcome to Purpose Driven Marketing. In each episode, we're going to be taking two simple marketing action steps that if you take action with, can prove to have positive results for you and your business. My name is Anthony Frank, and right now I'm inviting you to grab your seat and strap yourself in with us on this journey. Welcome to Purpose Driven Marketing.